She was born free, which is very important, in upstate New York, in Washington County, actually, in the 1810s. And she grew up largely apprenticing in kitchens around Saratoga Springs area. She had two, I three, actually, excuse me, children, and her husband was all of a sudden gone. He was able to get a message back early in his captivity and his enslavement, uh, letting them know that he was alive. And that gave her some hope and determination to keep going, but keeping her family fed, growing, educated on a single woman's paycheck while her husband was vanished is really an inspiring story. What remains of of her story? Like how do you how do we know today what her life was like back then and what records are there of her her life? Uh, there are very few and I'm still doing research into those records. I'm hoping to find more. The census can be an incredible help. It's it's a almost a trite phrase that historians start with the census, but that tells you so much about someone where they were. And she shows up in many of the census years from this era, uh, either with Solomon or without him when he's been enslaved. So you start with the census, and then you think about what she did. And we know she was a a cook and a highly sought after cook, especially in summer resort towns. And from that, we don't have any records of exactly the United States Tavern where she worked. And to be able to know, that's a tavern in Saratoga Springs, by the way, but a way to know exactly what she was doing on a daily basis. And then we also know about the allies that did help keep finding Ann Northup work. She did move down to New York City uh, because she needed more consistent work and how she was able to parlay, if you will, early abolitionist and communities of free people of color into mutual support. There is no unemployment, no welfare. There's certainly not a fund people whose husbands have been kidnapped and uh, enslaved. But she was able to use those casual connections with other free people of color, with uh, other abolitionists, with other allies to forge some sort of a secure path for her family. How common is it that stories of of free black women like Anne Hampton Northup are kind of written out of history, that we focus so much on on the men and their experiences. We as Americans want to see our history as a redemptive one and as one that's always leading towards some predetermined outcome. But a much more accurate grappling with the past makes us realize how many Americans have had to face far greater challenges, not from abroad or from adversity, but from their our own culture. And I think that women's history, especially black women's history, too often is a tragedy without a happy ending. Uh, for women who weren't fortunate enough to live to see the Voting Rights Act or the 19th Amendment or any of the other milestones, uh, they lived and died in a nation that was only partially for them. And so I think that that can make people uncomfortable about their history. There, there's no easy way to tell the story of even someone like Harriet Tubman or Sojourner Truth who made these incredibly inspirational acts but still died in a country where they couldn't vote. Why do you think it's important to share stories like Anne Hampton Northups and, and others um, with the work you do? Absolutely. There's a old saying by a French historian named Ernst Renan from 1882, actually. But he said something very close to nations are defined as much 
by what they forget as what they remember. The idea being that to make a national myth, to make a, a national story, you have to forget so many things that don't fit into that. But to make a people strong, I think you have to remember the diversity of our past. And that's why I think stories like Anne Hampton's are so important to tell, because they don't fit into a all-good, all-progressive arc of history. She actually, she passed at work, it seems like. She was still working the day she died. And by losing her husband suddenly for, for 12 years, she faced a society that was not designed to accommodate her in any way besides as a uh, a victim and a, a charity case. And how she navigated that is really important. So it it's a way of, I think, making us a, a much stronger society by examining some of what we've forgotten as opposed to just retelling the things we want to remember.